Welcome to Sue Watches Buffy, podcast where I, Sue, am watching Buffy and Angel for the first time, while my sister Emily guides me through. Tonight, though, for Angel, we're going to be talking about Season 4 episodes, uh, Sacrifice, Peace Out, and Home. I'm Sue. Then we were Ziggy's band. Ziggy really sang. Screwed up eyes and screwed down hairdo. Like some cat from Japan. He could lick them by smiling. He could leave them to hang. Became on so loaded, man. Well hung snow white tan. Wow, no more Sue Watches Buffy. I know, it just hit me. I was like, it's just all going to be Angel from now on. Sue Watches Angel. Yep. Weird. I know. Is this going to be our David Bowie Memorial Podcast? Yes, it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. <laughs> 2016, you're... Um... I know, you started out pretty good. Yeah. Ten days in, boom. Well, a little four-year-old in my neighborhood got cancer. Oh, jeez. Last week. Lovely. Yeah. Wow. So that I was like, hmm. That was the first thing that made me go, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) But I wish her the best. She's started her chemo and she's doing well on it so far. Oh, good. We have high hopes that we think they... It's a leukemia, but uh, her mom was pretty observant and caught it pretty quickly. Stuff that she noticed that you would probably... Many mothers would have brushed off. Oh, wow. At this stage, so... Oh, that's good for her. That's good. Just like a bloody nose and being a little tired. Mm-hmm. You know, that's anything you would be like, hmm, it's winter, you... Right. The it's air's dry. dry and you're tired. Wow. Because there's sicknesses going around. but She got it caught. Good for her. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> We're just uh, two days out from... Well, it was yesterday David Bowie passed away. Well, I received news from actually Harold on Facebook. He was the first one to mentioned David Bowie's passing and I was still awake. It was late. And Yeah. Anyway, we're all pretty sad about that. He was awesome. He was amazing. He He was, you know, when I think of like the music of my life, mm. he's right up there. I I don't remember not being a Bowie fan, you know? Mhm. Yeah. Did you see that video going around of uh, him taking the, I forget which MTV reporter, news reporter to task in 1983 about playing black music? (laughs) No, I haven't. (laughs) It's really cool. (laughs) He just lays it out to him and um, asking him why they don't. And the guy is just kind of like, trying to defend why they don't and 
well, the youth, you know, we do have to cater to New York and L.A., but we also do have to cater to Midwest, and, you know, we play stuff that people want to hear, and David Bowie's like, I bet there's some black teenagers that might like to hear it out there. (laughs) It was pretty funny, but he ended it like (laughs) the reporter goes, so do you, you understand my point? And David Bowie just kind of like laughs and he's like, I understand your point. (laughs) I don't know. He goes, I understand what you are saying. And then he like laughs and it's over. It's awesome. Oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah, I was, I was surprised. Yeah. So he had cancer. Do we know what kind? And he just kind of kept it. I guess he just kind of kept it. In his family. Yeah. So. I put that album out. It was just, I remember hearing that he came out with a new album. It just was so crazy because I just thought, cool. You know, he's still putting stuff out. And then it's like, what? Yeah, because I had heard like last week about the new album and heard great things. And I was like, oh, sweet. I ought to check that out because I love Bowie. And then like Friday night, Cam and I were in a music listening mood. And one of the CDs I threw in was My Best of Bowie. Hmm. That's just always a fun listen. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I think Sunday morning woke up and I was like, oh, darn. <laughs> Bummer. But I'm lucky enough to have got to see him in concert. So I'm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's 1990 tour. So I'm happy. That happened. <laughs> so, but, yeah. Anyway, David yeah. Bowie Memorial Podcast. Yeah, R.I.P. David Bowie. Yeah. You, you were more talented than people. Like, the the talent it just it is crazy in him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and the fashion sense. So just, fun. And yeah. Just an all around awesome person. And yeah, I love he just interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> Never boring. Nope. And I love that. Yep. I hope Iman is Yeah. Hanging in there and getting through this and she's beautiful. Yeah, they've always been a cute little couple. Yeah, and I enjoy his son's movies, so the talent yes. lives on. So We are Duncan Jones fans. We are. So, yeah, all right. Anywhere else for, like, the last feisty wife in Stepford? feeding creature of the night facade. He seems a bit heartless lately. Art's getting away. Hearing as good as ever though, boss. It's a lie. La, it's a Lila. It's you and me, boss. Come on, Charlie. Let me show you around the chocolate factory. We don't have B with us tonight. 
be opted out. She said she had a long toddler day or something like that. <laughs> and she hadn't rewatched these and taken notes. So That's right. We watched these weeks ago together. And <laughs> it was just another time where we just popped them in late at night or mm -hmm. when Lucy was asleep, something. And so uh, it was just very casual. She felt she wasn't prepared and she was tired, so she's pregnant and stuff. She's going on almost 37 weeks pregnant, right? Yeah. Yep. So, yep, she can opt out. So anyway, we're B-less. We're B-less tonight. Okay. And we're cats cryptish list. Cats. We're cats cryptless. <laughs> yep. Our sisters have let us down. No, <laughs> <laughs> they're lightweights. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll read Harold's. Okay. Um, he says, "My recollection from the first time that I saw the season was that I really loved the way it ended. I was totally caught up in the story of Team Angel versus the World, but on rewatch, Sacrifice didn't quite hold up." It no longer had the element of suspense. Not only not enough happened, and I thought it was too convenient that our heroes on the run and in the sewer would just happen to run into the one demon who knew Jasmine's weakness. <laughs> Although I do appreciate the darkness of our heroes lying to those kids in the sewer to keep them there and knocking out the one kid that made it above ground. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was pretty convenient that that... Yeah, I never thought about oh. the convenience. <laughs> <laughs> He says, also on rewatching these episodes, I realized that these episodes were heavily dependent on Connor. Sometimes that was worked out, sometimes not. I do think we get some of the better Connor moments in these episodes, like the church scene with Cordy and his speech in the sporting goods store. But there were also things that just didn't work so well. I felt like the church scene was a little acting master class clash master classes. That's a hard thing to say. Mm-hmm. It felt a little like um, he was acting, but the I appreciated the words and everything. But once right. in a while, he did stuff that seemed overly dramatic, or it yeah. looked like it was from his act, straight out of his acting class. Um, but yeah, the sporting goods store moments were really good. <laughs> yeah, I. In the sporting good, I just, I just felt so bad for him, you know. I yeah, he was just totally broken at that point. He like had a, like a mental breakdown. I mean, he was gone. I know, and I just, you know, my first time watching, I'm like, what is this poor kid? I mean, he's just desperate and lonely and confused and. I just kind of felt really sorry for him. Well, his upbringing and everything really hit home. It did. He spent, I mean, he did have Holtz, but he spent most of, way most of his life in this horrible, unloving environment, you know. Right. Just hell, basically. Sounds like. I mean, it's the worst dimension there is you know they really say that a few times right they right. haven't said it for a while but the episodes where baby connor 
goes to it is they talk it's just the worst and yeah sometimes you forget that and sometimes you just most of the time he's just annoying and it's petulant connor but it's kind of like don you sit back and you take your intolerant feelings and really think about this situation and this kid and it's heartbreaking it is yeah when you yeah when you can set aside like who he bugs me you know when your tv watchy right high horse (laughs) right when you really think about how he was raised just it's awful Mm (laughs) um okay he says, I think my biggest problem is with the idea that Connor had always seen Jasmine's true face and knew all along that she was casting an enchantment spell, yet went along with it. This is a kid who is always complaining about his parents being vampires, Lauren being a demon, and scoffing at anyone who uses magic. I will grant that perhaps Jasmine is different because she is his daughter, and she makes everyone happy, but come on, Connor hates lies, and Jasmine is one big lie. Yeah, I agree with that. It wasn't until this watch that I really noticed that he knew the whole time. I felt there's a scene early on around when Fred figures it out where you see him with her blood on him. Mm -hmm. And so after like my first watch, the first watch, you're just like, you know, (laughs) what's going on? (laughs) But after that, I noticed that he got the blood because he acts exactly like Angel. And he acts, those first few episodes where everybody's under the spell, he acts exactly like them. Mm -hmm. And so it made a lot of sense in my mind that there was a point where he figured it out, but he didn't care. And he just kept on. Because there's a point where he is acting like he's under a spell, and then there's a point where he doesn't really but he still follows her but he's a little suspicious and you know when he starts thinking about Cordy and the church and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. that's where it starts dropping off but there is a time early on where you know and if that's if that's true that he knew the whole time that that does suck but my mind never went there until this time and then I'm like oh well that doesn't make any sense and then it kind of bothered me but before when I was in my la la land it all worked out (laughs) so i'd like to stay there please (laughs) yeah it when i found out that he knew that he saw her with the maggots and stuff and he knew i was like what well it's okay to me that he knew and still loved her but it's not okay that he knew the whole time and acted the way he did early on yeah Yeah, that's annoying. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to shush the whole time, and I'm going to go with my brain. Yeah, but Harold's got such a point, that, and that's what I was thinking, too, is, you know, I mean, he hates things like magic and spells and stuff. Yeah, and he does. I don't know. He's just a confused kid, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. And I think it is. It helps it. It's his daughter. (laughs) (laughs) His daughter. (laughs) Oh, 
He says, my favorite part of Peace Out was how Jasmine, after her name had been spoken, wanders around the streets trying to tell people not to leave her. I love her pointing out to Angel how many people's lives he has ruined. I, <laughs> I like love it when too. it's pointed out that they basically did end world peace, and they're all like, I don't really know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. But... <laughs> it's like, did we really? What Did we do the right thing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. But it is weird. It yeah. is. It's... um. It gives you pause. I mean, if that really did end all wars and all hunger, you know, you think of all the mess in Africa and all the mess in the Middle East, that being all gone. But, you know, to give up your free will, I don't know, the fact that she consumes, she seemed to consume more and more, though, as time went on. Yeah, she did. So, you know, what would that turn into? Plus, it was, she was evil. She was. So, it, it's... It... It was world peace in a very roundabout way. I mean... It, yeah. It, it wouldn't have lasted. Mind control. It, yeah. <laughs> but they that did the right funny. thing. But they, it is something that you can just... Hmm. <laughs> it, it was pretty funny when... Yeah, when uh, Lila points it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... He says, home is definitely my favorite of the final three. It is Angel at its best. Everything steps up a notch or two from the previous couple of episodes. It has shocking moments, great humor, great character moments, and most importantly, they are taking a big risk by undertaking a major shakeup of the series, for better or worse. Um, He says, earlier in the season, Lila told Wesley that once you mix black and white, you get gray, and no matter how much white you put back in, you're stuck with gray. In this episode, Angel says, the moment you get in the limo, you are compromised. And they all get in the limo. <laughs> I love the limo scene. I do, too. <laughs> oh, and the door opens the Lawrence and they're complaining about the Maraschino <laughs> Oh, man. He's just the last one you'd think. That and was so funny. They're all like, okay. Then they open it and he's just like partying in there. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Um, Harold says, I like the direction that they are taken with Gunn. He has had a bit of an inferiority complex and he puts himself down all the time. It's just being the muscle. He thought he was going into the security department, but he instead went into the white room. It is intriguing to see what Wolfram and Hart has in store for him. Yeah, I'm really curious about that. <laughs> it's the gun thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, like, that Black Panther? Uh-huh. Like, what? Something happened in there. What's going on there? Um, Fred in Season 3 was so sweet, even if she was also broken. But after that incident with the professor earlier this season... She's got black mixed in with her white, and she's been gray ever since. So you can see why she was intrigued by the offer from Wolfram Hart. Plus, that Knox guy is pretty cute. <laughs> 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 was it jarring to see Holden from Conversations with Dead People return as a Wolfram Hart employee? <laughs> he is such a fun actor that it wasn't too much of a problem for me. But couldn't they have at least tried to do something to make him look a little different? <laughs> His hair was a little different. Oh, <laughs> uh, but... I recognized him right away. Oh, yeah. And he he kind of 
I don't know, I maybe that guy can't turn off his personality, but he kind of seems to have the same sort of personality. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is kind of funny, but I don't care at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping... I'm hoping we see more of him in season five. Maybe he and Fred will be an item. That'd be I'd be totally cool with that. What about Wesley? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> my favorite character. <coughs> uh, let's see, where am I? Okay. I didn't catch on until this watch that after Connor's speech about hating lies, Angel makes a bargain with Wolfram and Hart to give Connor a new life, which is all a big lie. I don't know where to start with that. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) I had a good point to make that one all better, but I forgot what it was now. Earlier today when I read Errol's email. I don't know. I had a nice thought about that (laughs) that shushed it. (laughs) <laughs> maybe I'll come up with it maybe I won't <laughs> well if you think of it <laughs> I'll let you guys know <laughs> um, Angel has been making big decisions for everyone since at least Buffy season 3 and Harry does it for his entire team and Connor isn't he a lot like Willow when she was doing memory wipes on Tara back in Buffy season 6 <laughs> Uh, well, Tara, Willow was doing that for her own selfish reasons. Right, and Connor, or Angel did Angel's... a bit of a martyr thing again, like he does, where mm-hmm. he has to live with the pain that Connor is gone but that he's happy and he's the one that remembers and no one else does. Yeah. But. Oh, I remembered my point. Connor, that his hating lies and his angstiness was a product of his upbringing. And, you know, that wasn't built into his psyche from birth. And so this new Connor probably doesn't hate lies as much because he... He was raised in a different environment, and all of that doesn't exist for him. Right, right. So, by that rationale, this Connor doesn't hate lies. Boom. Yep, there you go. And I hope, I hope we're just done with the whole Connor thing, and we can just, yay, Connor's sure gone. Feels that way, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> like, it they, does. They, I could just see the writers sitting in the writing room going, "Okay, we can't do this again. <laughs> we are yep. not doing this Connor angst another season. What can we do? We just need to shush him. <laughs> How can we shush Connor? <laughs> we could kill him. Yeah. Well, let's do this instead. Okay. I liked what they did with it. I do too. Yeah. It's nice. Yep. He seemed so happy. He had what he had always wanted. Yep. And now he doesn't know that he always wanted it and didn't have it. Exactly. Uh, let's see. And ten top ten percent. He seemed very successful. He he had a great little rapport with his family. He has he a family. Happy. That's the main thing. And he has That's... a family. 
That's what Connor always wanted was a family. And it sounds like an age-appropriate girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She's a vegan. <laughs> Just yeah. uh, happy for him. But it reminded me, I don't know if this is a spoiler, <laughs> it, it reminded me of Angel's, I don't know, he was kind of a dick in this episode a little bit. Angry, um, guarded Angel is not my favorite Angel. Mm. Angel in love with Buffy is not my favorite Angel, but I don't know. The way he acted in Wolfram and Hart to Lila, where he was so guarded and so just kind of angry, that's just not my favorite. Yeah. I like Angel kind of go from broody to happy to excited about something to petulant. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I like I like all of that, but he's I don't know. He's a little bit of a dick. Kind of, and And it is be that way, and he it seemed to come out in this episode, and it reminded me that there's a little of that in season five. I don't want to get too into it, but. Interesting. Um, He says, I found it interesting that the season began with Angel having a dream of a happy family meal, and it ends with Angel watching Connor having a meal with his new family. Never thought Mm -hmm. about that. Nope. At least Connor is at peace, at least until, and unless he finds out that all of his memories about his life are lies. (laughs) That would be (laughs) so horrible if they do that to him. But like I said, he has, doesn't have the same history about lies. <laughs> True. But I don't want that Connor to find out anything. I just want him to just go to college and we never see him again. That's just gone. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, he says, on the other hand, as a viewer, the double act of not only removing Connor from the show, but also re- Removing everyone's memory of him gives the show a chance at reset. The biggest impact will be on Wesley. He no longer has a memory of abducting Connor. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Mm. And the consequences that fall from that act. Sue, what do you expect from Wesley in season five? Shoot, I didn't even think of that. Because so much part of Wesley's personality now is kind of that. That darkness. You know? It didn't seem to change their personality. It just seemed to wipe Connor's memory. But you start thinking hard about what that could imply, because Connor was such a major. Right. Um, well, and just Wesley abducting Connor just. Oh yeah. Well, Wesley for most mostly yeah. But... It really added a dark side to him, you know. It did, and it um, it changed Wesley and Angel's. Um, well, it changed their friendship a lot, but mm-hmm. they had kind of repaired it. But now Angel still has that, and Wesley doesn't. Which is interesting. Right. Huh. Interesting. I wonder what it's gonna do. 
I just, I didn't even think about that. I've already seen it all, and I'm like, yes, that's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Um... He says, and will Wolfram and Hart restore Cordy back to where she was also? <laughs> I was going to say, as Cordy's been like lying down for the, what, the past like six episodes. <laughs> <I know. laughs> he says, what, what, and what is what Angel did for Connor a solution or a taking time from? Will we ever see Connor again? I'm going with solution. I think it was a solution. I don't think we'll see Connor again. You don't think first episode of season five (laughs) will be him figuring it out and coming back? (laughs) I'd be so pissed. (laughs) I really, really hope not. Because, yeah. No, it was a fitting end for Connor. It worked in my mind. Yeah, it's very nice. Good case scenario there. Yep. And it is so nice to watch these supernatural shows that they can do something like that. Exactly. Exactly. Because, <laughs> you know, what do you do when your show's not supernatural? <laughs> well, and then these. Or... Yeah. And these three, especially, I was like, they have got to do something with Connor. Because this just can't go on. I mean, I've been saying that for a while. But especially the sporting goods scene, I was like, he has bombs strapped to people. Oh, yeah. He's He's totally broke. Yeah. Yeah. He, (laughs) they've got to do something. (laughs) (laughs) So. Well, thanks, Harold. Yeah, thanks, Harold. We will now move on to uh, Ray. Um, He says, in general, I like the end of the Jasmine arc. It's good to see the gang come together to save the day. We forgot about the petty stuff and the relationship drama and concentrate on saving the world. Yeah, it seems like Jasmine kind of healed... And continued to heal like Gunn and Wesley. Didn't it? Didn't that just seem to totally melt away and not come back when they got their mm-hmm. faculties back? Mm-hmm. Which is good, because we did not like that. <laughs> we did not like that at all. Well, I think it helps with, you know, I mean, Gunn and Fred are obviously done. They're done and they seem okay. I mean, they, they had a few moments down in the sewers, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, I mostly like the fact that it seemed to bring Leslie and Gunn back together mm -hmm. to where they were okay. Yeah. And it seemed to have held. Um, I'm finding myself with not a ton to say about Sacrifice and Peace Out, though. They are solid, if unspectacular. Angel gets to do his fight people, beat them up, save the day thing. That is his M.O. It's pretty convoluted that they just happen to run into the creature in the sewer that worshipped Jasmine before humans, and he teaches them how to defeat her. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) 
convoluted, but it works in getting us to where we need to be for the finale. It's pretty badass when Angel shows up with the head of the demon through, though, to speak her name. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. But really, the season finale, home is the most, is most worth talking about. I never would have thought about the possibility of Angel and company running Wolfram and Hart. But watching this episode, I absolutely love watching them in this environment and think it's great. Their tours make them all giddy at the thought of having the power of Wolfram and Hart at their fingertips. The senior partners, or whoever set up this pitch, really knew what each of them would want to see. They all go in skeptical, but by the end they are all champing at the bit to take the jobs. And the way the story is told, you can understand why, and it's really fun to watch those tours unfold. I'm a big fan. Now let's talk about Connor. He is absolutely my least favorite character on Angel. That whiny, emo kid stuff that has been happening the past two seasons has really worn thin. But now that Jasmine is gone and Connor is left with no hope, he goes absolutely postal. Totally lost his marbles. While I don't love insane Connor either, he's at least more interesting than normal Connor. And maybe I'm an absolute sucker, but when Angel confronts Connor toward the end of the episode and they have their final emotional conversation, I actually can't happen to feel... I actually can't... um, I think it means help. Help, yes. I absolutely can't help but feel sorry for Connor. I mean, the kid... We've been discussing this. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the kid lives such a screwed up life, growing up with the manipulative Holtz as his father in a hell dimension, and now coming back to L.A. after... and having all this happen. He's lived a tragic life for sure. Overall, though, what I really like about this show is the way that it always surprises me and evolves in directions I don't see coming. It started off as a show about a supernatural pirate detective agency, but it kept evolving and changing. Now on to perhaps the biggest change. Team Angel is now running Wolfram and Hart. I mean, who could have possibly seen that coming? (laughs) (laughs) And in the end, Fred says those words that makes every fan of the show happy. Who's Connor? (laughs) I was so confused. (laughs) Signifying that the show and the viewers can move on without him. Oh, happy day. On to what I consider the best season of Angel Season 5. Have fun, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Ray. Thanks, Ray. Um, yeah, we uh, talked about... I, this was the first time reading his feedback, I didn't. <laughs> we discussed many of these things you said in Harold's feedback. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to starting season five. I mean, I'm, I'm happy Connor's gone. And just them running Wolverine and Hart is very intriguing. <laughs> it does have its possibilities, doesn't it? It sure <laughs> does. I like it. Never would have saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> but let's move on to uh, the episodes. Yeah, I really don't have a lot of notes on any of them. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have a few, but not a lot. I have zero on Peace Out. Not one thing I wrote down. It just, my paper says, Peace Out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, in this little... Oh, you may know. Do you, have, do you have your angel notes? Sometimes you don't have your angels. I don't. Okay. We have number 3, 12, and 16. And this is of the season, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, home's got to be 3... 
I'm going to do Sacrifice is 16 and Peace Out is 12. Got it. Yeah, okay, you're getting better at this. <laughs> <laughs> you're starting to think like a Buffy fan more and more. <laughs> <laughs> so Sacrifice is rank number 74. Just fairly low. Mm-hmm. I think it deserves mad props for just the Connor Angel stuff at the very beginning. It is freaking fantastic. Angel, like, throws him out of the building, and he lands on the car, and then he comes down, and he's, like, just driving. He's, like... Oh, yeah, that's right. like, uh... He's your son. He's, like, I know who he is. Drive. (laughs) He was just so done. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I love that. I find it creepy that Jasmine can take over people and make them talk like her. Ooh, yeah, that was weird. Like, the first time they see it, Angel's like, that's new. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. At the gas station. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was a creepy effect. Yeah, and a very strange thing to think of her and can she look through everybody's eyes or does do their brains send a signal that they see them and it sends it back to her so she knows whose eyes to look through yeah I was kind of wondering that too I'm thinking she can just see through everyone's eyes or something I don't know kind of weird yeah um yeah, my next note is, uh, who is this? And then, who are these guys? <laughs> are these the sewer rats? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that girl's hard hat pisses me off so much. But it does. I hate it so bad. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. And she has this vacant look in her eye the whole time. <laughs> She's like... I've just been through so much. It just, she just constantly, I don't know if you know, did you notice that she has like this vacant. I did notice that. About her. Yes. It just really gets under my skin. She's my least favorite. Then there, then you've got like that little boy. looks like he like spent five years on the island in Lord of the Flies. Yep. He just seemed like a feral Peter Pan or something. I don't know. <laughs> hey, like Connor. But there more Lord of the Flies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought the demon guy or whatever. Just, I hated the creepy legs. They were kind of like spiders and scorpions. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, I don't know. He entertains me. His whole talky meat and stuff. <laughs> I really enjoyed his talking, yes. Use talking meat. I don't know. I enjoyed that maybe more than I should have, but I did. <laughs> Every time I watched it, it like grew more interesting. Just the way he looked at the world, and I don't know. Yeah, I wrote down, I like the guy thing that Wes is talking to. <laughs> I... 
I just didn't like his legs. Well, they were kind of creepy. They're called zealots. Oh, okay. According to Wiki. Um, I liked Angel's talk to those guys about being a vampire. I thought that was kind of cool. But I can't quite remember what he says now. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember that. To the sewer gang? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote down that it was really cool, but I didn't write down why I thought so, and now I can't think of it. And I barely even... I, that <laughs> rings just the most distant of bells. <laughs> Maybe you'll have to listen to it. Maybe. I did like the vampire that the, the zealot was... Like, why does... <laughs> I have disemboweled you. I have <laughs> done all these things. And he's still talking me. <laughs> well, she's like, he's a vampire. <laughs> gonna kill him that way. <laughs> and the vampire just, like, wakes up. He's like, just kill me. Just take me already. <laughs> yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> and the little zealot guy is so confused. Yep. And I have, huh, an orb. They love orbs on these shows. <laughs> orbs are king. <laughs> <laughs> and I have, my last note is gross. Even Connor is talking like Dargellus. So even, like she could even take over Connor. Yeah, which is weird if he's different than everyone else. Right. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Shisher, I guess. Yeah. We'll just shish it. So, yeah. I don't know. I didn't. Sacrifice wasn't my favorite. <laughs> no, but it's, um. Especially your first watch, kind of like what Harold said. It's like. It's getting you places that you. It, it has the excitement that they're figuring out what to do, I guess. But it. I don't know. With the sewer gang and stuff, you just kind of go, uh, why? <laughs> why are we doing this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is this they, necessary? No, it didn't seem necessary at all. They could have done just fine being in the sewers and running into that guy. And then Connor's gang coming. I just didn't find the sewer gang compelling. No. Or necessary. I didn't either. Just another one of those things that when I think of an episode and then I come up with that part, it makes me go, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it drags down the episode of my mind when I think of it. Yep. So, so. peace out? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> peace out to rank number 56. It's nice not to have to talk a whole podcast about that. <laughs> it's oh. one of the nice things about ours is there's usually at least one good episode where we can kind of mm -hmm. space our time out to talk about the one good one and just kind of meh about this one. And then not have some podcast where we just went meh and mm -hmm. it was over. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought the... 
Well, for one, how come Angel just couldn't use his, like, vampire climbing skills to climb up that thing? Well, I don't know if a normal human could have. So he probably was a little bit. Oh, you mean, like, just running up the wall? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um... And I thought the the statue of Jasmine was gross. Yeah. <laughs> well, you saw the people that live there. <laughs> it's actually quite good for what you think they could do. Yeah, I guess so. Although they had hands. It was just their legs, wasn't it? Oh, mm-hmm. they had weird hands, though. They were like, that guy, it, really thick, like, fingernail claws. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess... For who made it, it was fine. <laughs> um, yeah, then my next note is, Connor's been seeing Jasmine like that the whole time. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> yes, apparently. It doesn't quite work. Not really. Because at the very beginning, he's just, you know, like I'm thinking back to when she was just born. And he's like, you're beautiful. I know. There's no way he saw her like that and said she's beautiful. No, because Cordy was beautiful to him. It's not like he doesn't know a beautiful face. Right. And he wouldn't have seen that and said, oh, you're beautiful. No. No he way. He could have tolerated her, especially if he knew her better and everything. Like my theory, that he got the blood on him a day or two in, around when Fred did, and just didn't care. Because appearances don't matter that much to him. I like that theory. It makes more sense to me. Cause, cause yeah, when when he comes back in the episode, when she's born and they come back to the hotel and they're asking, you know, how many heads does she have and things like that, he tells him how beautiful she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He no way would he have said that if you saw the maggot eyes. No, it doesn't work. So even, we're going even, with yep. <laughs> my theory. Yep. Go back and watch sometime. You see, there is a point where you see him with Jasmine's blood, and I don't remember if he touches it when she first gets her first wound, or if it's when she gets shot and the bullet goes into Angel. It's one of those times he gets her blood on him. So I thought that was significant. That you're like, oh, so when you go back, you're like, okay, look, Connor got the blood. So Connor knows now, and it's something you wouldn't notice on your first watch. Right, right. So that, I, maybe he just didn't feel like explaining the whole thing and just said <laughs> that he knew the whole time. But what he meant was he's known, he's known a long time, just not the whole time. That sounds better. I liked the confusion, like, when Angel's in that temple thing, and the guy's like, I'm the guardian of the word, and <laughs> Angel's like, you're the keeper of the name. No, I'm the guardian. I don't know. I just thought that was kind of funny. Cause yes. In a sense, they're both the same thing. Keeper but of the name. You- find out that there is an actual there is an the actual <laughs> and he, he's the guardian of the word of the keeper of the name 
<laughs> and I was like, what exactly is Angel fighting these guys for? I, I don't know. I wasn't following it. Then I, then I understood. My next note, she does have tentacles. Yeah. I've been waiting for that. You guys and your tentacles. I'm like, there's a point. <laughs> so she doesn't seem to actually eat them. They seem to, like, absorb into her. Yeah. Without her doing much. Yeah. So she has them remove their clothes, but not their underwear. So is she like, I can stand a little bit of clothing tonight, these I... people? <laughs> or what? I don't know, but I was not expecting... When the camera went into that room to see a bunch of people in their bras and underwear. (laughs) (laughs) It's so silly to me. (laughs) Especially when it, like, makes sense that she'd have them remove their clothes, but not all their clothes. That's weird. I mean, it makes sense for, like, a TV point of view. Right. But they could have... I mean, it probably would have been weird, a room full of people, but... They could have had it all backs and strategically placed backs. <laughs> it seemed silly. They, they probably should have just not had them remove the clothes at all. Exactly. Exactly. It just left too many questions that I don't think they wanted us to ask, but you ask. <laughs> you try to solve in your head. Or me, at least. Yeah. Um. I do like the fun of the um, keeper. Of the name is has a sewed mouth. Yes. That's just neat stuff. That was me. pretty cool. <laughs> okay, the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, yeah. we don't see the battle. We just see the severed head. <laughs> I know. I like that. Yeah. It's all right. So so the demon head whispered her name, and that's what made her lose all of her power? Was that? Yep. yep. So the name was very significant. You guys made it very significant to you. <laughs> I found it funny, just the fact that her name is a very significant part about her, and you guys took so much time worrying about the name. <laughs> it was just a happy little thing. <laughs> it just happened organically. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, whoa, Connor just killed her. Yeah, he just kind of punched her face. Yeah. I <laughs> just I right through was... her head. That was weird. It was. But I guess if she really is just kind of all maggots, it would be soft. <laughs> True. True. Done their good breakdown job. Breaking down the flesh. Yep. And then I was not expecting to see Lila. What were your thoughts? Because you're not a Lila fan. I was like, I wonder if Sue's going to be like, oh, great, I thought she was dead. I was very surprised to see her. I was very curious as because I could tell when they opened up the door, when the gang opened up the door to the 
Hyperion that something was there, but then they moved to something else, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when it ended up being Lila, I I just guessed that she had just come back from the dead, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, we saw Holland Manners do it. Yeah. Did you remember that? I, I did. It just doesn't surprise me anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> and doesn't he explain that, you know, you've signed a contract with Wolfman Hart? It's not. It. That doesn't end with death. It doesn't end with death, exactly. So. So, yeah, Lila's back. I don't know if she'll be in season five. It seems like she just had a job to do. And then she'll have to go back to her. Hmm. Yeah. Hell or wherever she's been. I yeah, thought it was apparently. funny. Yeah, that they always had her wearing, like, scarves around her neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and her throat was a little dry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of interesting stuff with Wesley, with her. I'm, I guess this is the next episode. Mm-hmm. Just, uh trying to tear up a contract and bringing up love and stuff that he probably had more feelings for her than he ever let on. I think we kind of got that drift when she was killed, but Yeah, you kind of got that idea, but yeah. He cared for her. I don't know if he loved her, but he cared for her. Yeah. Well, I guess during Harold's feedback we did talk out the demise of Jasmine and what that entailed and the ramifications. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting, Connor, that guy that wanted to commit suicide. It sounded like maybe that was fairly common when uh, Lauren came back. He said something kind of that made just seem that people got very lost and maybe the ones that really felt you could tell some people that had horrible lives before, you know, like there was one chick that was talking to Jasmine about how awful her life was and now it's awesome mm-hmm. to lose that, that there would be a lot of suicide and things. Just unfortunate. But... Yeah. And that's in home though, is when, when Connor beats up that cop that he talks down. Oh, is it? Yeah. I think so. No, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Because I have... It's kind of the last thing he does before he, like, goes really off the rails, I suppose. Yeah, because... Okay, so now we're on to home. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They did it. They killed the big bad. And then we have another episode. Which is fun. I, I... did like, like Harold did, just Jasmine walking the streets and trying to get people back on her side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it did bring up interesting... I mean, it seemed on some accounts, and uh, Connor kind of perpetuated this thought. On some accounts, it was... It looked like it was kind of... Um, trying to make the point that 
image is so important. It's like once they saw she was maggoty, according to Connor, and maybe that's because he was seeing her like that the whole time, um, that it was, you know, world peace and everything ended and she was such a beautiful person, but no one cared because they could see her maggots instead. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It doesn't hold, that argument doesn't hold a lot of water because when the spell is broken, it it doesn't just show her being maggoty. It, it takes away that power she had of mind controlling you and stuff. But there was something the show was trying to do, I felt, about image and it all seemed to rest on Connor trying to say, you know, and he's getting mad at people and she was too, like look past my horrible appearance, you know. Right. I don't know, did you get that drift? Maybe it's yeah. just me. <laughs> no, I see what you're talking about. Why why exactly did Connor kill her, though? Maybe he came to the realization about the lie. It seemed to really... Maybe his love for Cordy was the catalyst. Maybe yeah. it was... Angel being the way he was, broke him to the point where he just didn't care anymore. And it kind of... I felt like he alluded to that a little bit in the sporting goods store. Yeah. That well, and... just he just didn't care anymore. He couldn't care, and he said he couldn't feel. Well, yeah, and Angel even mentioned when he was telling the others about how Connor killed her, just the look on his face, like it was blank, like there's just nothing there anymore. Yeah. Which I wish Vincent Carthizer had done that a little better. Because I didn't get, like, serial killer in his face. No. Or sociopath. I didn't. But I think that's probably what they were going for. Right. And that's kind of how Angel described it. I didn't get that in Carthizer's acting. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. Okay, so home? Yeah, I'm good with for home. I'm trying to discuss these, but it's kind of boring. <laughs> I know. I know. They... I honestly, my head is in season five, and I just... I want to move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for you to move on and Well and I've just got to be honest I just didn't really like the whole Jasmine arc The way other people did I didn't either My I first, just don't really like fact, it You know how I watched these alone And I didn't listen to any podcasts Or you mm-hmm. know I Just went off on my own and just watched them Didn't have anyone to discuss them with And I was I was When I'd look back on it I did not look back on it fondly at all, the Jasmine stuff. 
No? I've warmed up to it a little on a rewatch. And trying to be positive about it. But when all is said and done, it is really not my favorite. And I kind of... I remember telling you... I was like, yeah, season four's got a lot of good stuff in it. But then I think of the end and I'm like, mm, just all the Jasmine stuff I don't, I'm not crazy about. <laughs> it's been fun podcasting about it. And there's more people that like it than I thought. Because I figured it was unliked. Because when I watched it and didn't know the opinions on anybody's, mm-hmm. I figured it was a boo, it was a thumbs down. But the more I hear about it, the more it sounds like it's not. Yeah, people seem to kind of like it. And I don't know. I just don't. I. Yeah, I definitely have liked it better in my rewatch. And maybe trying to stay positive for you guys, the newbies, not knowing what's coming and everything. And hearing that people like it, I've been trying to give it a chance. But all in all, it's not my favorite storyline by any means. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm not the only one because I was, you know, every time, I don't know, Ray seems like they, I'd hear like, I really like the Jasmine arc. And I'm like, really? Because I kind of don't. <laughs> so. Yeah, it has some interesting. I find it interesting. And I, I find the world peace and everything. But, and I, you know, the world peace and the, um, the element where she's, I don't know, I guess being like a Christian religious person the parallels to Satan's plan, which was giving nobody free agency. Mm -hmm. I find all of that interesting because this, to me, in my um, Christian mind, this is Satan's plan, is to not give anybody choices. Right. And his plan was rejected, which started the war in heaven to where we do have choices, but along with choices comes all the bad and evil in the world. So on that level, I find interesting the parallels to Christian right, gotcha. stuff. And so I find that stuff interesting, but I think it's fairly stupid <laughs> <laughs> on the other level. All right. Right. Just as the plot of a TV show and Jasmine and everyone worshiping her and, you know, this, mm-hmm. that's, I always think of that stupid, like the, the deaf lady and the girl that just cries, you know, everyone up on the stand, mm-hmm. you know, how I talked about how much I hated that. Mm-hmm. I think of that stuff and I'm like, me. Yeah. And I also find it interesting, the blood thing. I don't know. I, I like all that part, but... Yeah, there's parts of it I like, but as a whole, yeah. I'm like, meh. Not my favorite. And it made... Uh, Cordy and Connor, all of that stuff was terrible. Oh, yes. And hard to watch. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fairly down on it, but... 
and I'd like to leave it behind. And Home is a lot more season five ish because it's kind of ringing in season five. So right, right. That's cool. So okay, bye bye, Jasmine. Home <laughs> is ranked number nineteen. So this is in the top twenty. Oh wow. Interesting. I think people are excited about season five. <laughs> you know, this is kind of the starting of it, so it's um, probably well liked because it's the tour of Wolfman Heart, and you kind of get the first taste of the departments everyone's going to be working in, and mm-hmm. just this new dynamic. It's fresh and it's exciting, and Connor's gone. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my first note is what? They were offered Wolfram and Hart. <laughs> like, what? My first note is that I like the. It's a lie. Lie, law. It's a lie, law. <laughs> yeah, she was pretty snarky and great. <laughs> she kind of was. I kind of liked her in this. Dead Lila's a little more fun. Yeah, my second note is they ended world peace. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my next, I'm like, Connor is out of control. Being up that cop, something needs to happen for him. Yes. Well, I guess they knew. I don't know how long they've known this was coming, the writers, but they definitely knew at this point, so I think they were milking it a little more, you know. Mm-hmm. And your first watch, you're just like, what? This is escalating very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just didn't... I was like, okay, so he talks the cop down. That's great. And then he beats him up because he was going to leave his family. Yeah. Think about this. Think about this. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yep. And I have, oh, they're going to go to Wolfram Hart. Interesting, Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's fun that everyone, well, some had open minds about it. Was it Gunn that had the most? Yeah. At the beginning, and and then it was really interesting to see Fred first. Mm -hmm. And then Wesley's there, and you're kind of like, yeah, I could totally see Wesley. Just kind of, hmm. Yeah. It seemed like the stuff Gunn said kind of got to him and it it made sense to me after he left that he would come back just to I don't know he's just a smart guy and you'd think he'd just want to be there in case other people did at right least. exactly or to take the tour to kind of just see what they're up to he would do that and then Wesley appears and then Angels, angels skulking in the shadows, and and then Lauren's already in the <laughs> they're like, well, all right. <laughs> I just oh, love fantastic. how he's like. I would just think, for an evil limo, you would keep the Bertino <laughs> Terry stopped. <laughs> that made me laugh. Lauren's the best. <laughs> <laughs> I like 
like that when they got there or whatever and saying good morning to Angel. And he's like, there's no way this is going to go well. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how it was a stupid joke, but it still worked on me that he had seen all this stuff. And the last thing she's like, she's going to show him Connor on the TV. And he's just like, is that high def? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> he really was very genuinely impressed and it was funny I know he wasn't impressed with like the office itself or anything his own elevator but he's like oh is that high def <laughs> like she was actually and we have this TV right in your office <laughs> like that really was what he was supposed to be impressed with um how did Wolfram and Hart know that Connor was doing that? It was just live on the news and they happened to catch it? Yeah. Well, they're very knowledgeable. Yeah. They have a lot of resources, so they'd know that was going on if it was going on somewhere. And it was just on the TV then, so it yeah. probably wasn't a big secret. They just gotcha. hadn't seen it. By they, I mean Angel Investigations. My next note is, hey, it's that one vampire guy. Holden? Yep. Webs. <laughs> and then I have, is Angel going to go help Buffy? Because I took these notes before I saw the Buffy ending. Uh, that's so. the line that gives them the amulet and the stuff. Yeah. yeah, and they were talking about things going on in Sunnydale, and I was like, oh, interesting. It's funny that the Jasmine stuff doesn't spread to Sunnydale. It sounds like it was still kind of local, but it was just about... Did they stop it? Like, I think they stopped the broadcast right before it goes national or international. Yeah, because it was... Yeah, so it's kind of been confined. It was kind of contained to, like, L.A. or whatever. And then all those news people were there. So it was going to get broadcasted worldwide and Angel saves the day. Right. Right before it starts. Okay, I remember that. Then, yeah, I've got, what the bip is Connor doing? I'm like, is he going to get blown up or shot by cops? I was kind of thinking that Connor was going to get killed. Well, yeah, well, that's the logical explanation. You kind of feel like, okay, yeah, I could see him dying and then Connor's gone but oh, especially Angel looks like he kills him at the end yeah so but I don't know how that worked like he had a magic knife or something I don't know what's going on there <laughs> yeah because he kind of wins the fight and then he's like I'm what does he say to him that he's he's trying to be a good dad or doing the best thing for him or something. Something like, like that, yeah. Looks like he just slashes him, but it makes that white light, so it was some sort of magical thing he had to do, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So is Connor in like an alternate universe now? Well, he, Angel went to see him. Yeah. This show... And there's something that happens in Supernatural, the show. I listened to a podcast about Supernatural, where the girls that do it hate this part because 
it's essentially the same kind of thing where an event happens and they wipe the minds. They create an alternate universe for it. But it's the same universe. But these girls get very bugged that, you know, it's it revolves around a car accident. So they're like, just because they wiped the car accident away, or their minds, doesn't mean all of that went away. And I feel like I almost wrote into them and said, you know, from like a Buffy fan's perspective, you can totally do that. Once you like, you can do a thing <laughs> where you not only wipe the minds, you just change everything about it. Right. So every little event that like had to do with that relationship just got wiped away. It's not quite an alternate universe. It's just a cleanup. Right. So it's it exists in their universe, but just didn't happen now. All of that event surrounding, like, that person just never happened. It's and I don't know if Connor, if you, like, asked him if he was, like, adopted or what, but it sounds most likely that he was maybe adopted. Right. But as a baby, like, this yes. is the only family he's known. Yes. Definitely. Huh. I don't know. I don't have a problem with that. I, I can wrap my head around it. I'm okay with it, for yeah. sure. So it's like the same dimension, it's just a different existence. Yeah, like, it's like Dawn. Right. It's the same dimension. Right. They just created something around all of that. Right. that it's the opposite. Well, I guess from the family Connor Connor's perspective and that family, it's a lot like Dawn. Where they just created a life and memories that's very true to everyone's mind, but they actually didn't really happen. Right. Yeah, I'm down with it. We've seen it before. <laughs> I I still think, yeah, like I said before, I think it's, I like the way that they did that. They gave Connor his family mm-hmm. that he always wanted, but now he's out of. No, we don't have to now deal with him. No, we don't have to deal with him. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it's a win-win. Because I didn't, I really thought he was going to get killed or something, and I didn't want that to happen just for Angel's sake, you know. Yep. I wouldn't have been sad to see Connor go. I mean, it's all good. Till episode one of season five. (laughs) (laughs) Connor, he becomes like an intern at Wolfram and Hart. I'd be so mad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, he better not be. We'll see. Um. So, what was the thing with the gun and the like? The Black Panther. What's going on there? He seemed to see something in its eyes. Yeah, it's almost like it telepathically mm-hmm. did something. I don't know. I do know what happens to Gun. Well, because you've seen season one. <laughs> <laughs> I did like how he's when he saw that the elevator like that button appeared. He's like, "Oh no, not little Miss Muffet or something." No, he's so scared of that little girl. <laughs> Little girls and rats. No good for gun. Well, but yeah, I... It'll be interesting to find out what's going on there. 
when I saw that he was seeing a reflection of himself in the panther's eyes. Maybe he's... Well, obviously, you know, he just figured, again, he's demoting himself. He just Mm -hmm. figures he's going to be security or something, and they're like, we've got higher hopes for you. So maybe he saw in the panther what they see in him? Maybe. I know what they do, and I think it's pretty cool. You don't... It doesn't take too long for you to find out. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, then I have, who's Connor? What? Hey. That really threw me big time. Well, it's a cool moment. <laughs> it's cool every time I watch it, but it's got to be really cool the first time. Yeah. Back back to him and Angel fighting and that big talk in the mm-hmm. supporting goods store, I... I couldn't help but just wish that Connor could watch the the Angel episodes when he was a baby and see Angel and baby Connor and how much he loved him and how I know. much he was ripped from him and how horrible it was for him. I'm like, if you could just watch those episodes of Angel, you would see. <laughs> I know, because I was just... I hate that he... Just always thought that Angel let him go to Kortoth and let him, you know, it's like that is not how it happened at all. Well, I hate it and I hate him for not letting Angel tell him all that. Just, but, you know, he was raised by Holtz and that's hard to break through and they never really got the chance. He never gave Angel the chance and things got crazy too fast. Yeah. But Angel tried. He really did. And he did love him. But, you know, there's a point where you, people can be too broken and too many situations beyond your control happen. Yeah. It's sad that Angel had to make that decision to... It is. Because, you know, he really... you think back when he was a baby and stuff, it's all been very sad because he was so excited. Buying the hockey stuff. and Yeah, he was such a cute little dad. Mm-hmm. It's Wesley's fault. <laughs> Sajan's fault. Yep. It's hard to blame Wesley too much, but... You keep going back to that. <laughs> I know. I know. If he hadn't have kidnapped him. Although... You know, it could have happened to anybody, really they were all after him and it's bound to happen sometime someone could just snatch him from his arms anybody's arms you know what they could have came when Lauren was babysitting him when they all went to the ballet you know right 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 it was just Lauren and it could have happened to Lauren but it happened on Wesley's watch taking him out of the hotel on circumstances that he thought you know were the right thing to do so it really could have happened to anybody. And it would have inevitably happened even with or without that false prophecy. Right, right, exactly. But, you know, Angel wasn't meant to have a kid. He never was. And that was orchestrated, you know, by evil people just to have Jasmine. That's true. That is true. 
So it and just he, never was meant to happen. He did the right thing. Connor just couldn't go on the way he was. And he was never, ever, ever going to listen to Angel and Mm-mm. be okay with his life, you know? No, he was just too damaged. Yeah. What happened to him was just irreversible. <laughs> yeah. So... But I like I like how it ended. You know, Connor drove me nuts, but I'm glad he didn't get killed. It's I'm... nice when they can take someone that bothered you a lot and make you care about them. Mm-hmm. And be happy that not only that they're gone, but genuinely happy that he's happy. Yeah. It's nice when you a writer can do that and a show. It is, it is, and it's, yeah, it's surprising, so. <laughs> My last notice, bowling ball in the face at point-blank range. <laughs> Oof, I know. That... And then that whole fight was pretty good, and now I get why Connor chose the sporting goods store, because it didn't make a lot of sense at first. <laughs> then you're like, great place to have a fight scene, bats and <laughs> I know, I thought that too, and weights and weights. bowling balls and golf clubs and, yep. It's good stuff. So, yep, that yeah. was my last note. Yeah, my last note is, well, family, Connor got his family, cool. So. <laughs> Satisfied. Satisfied with the ending of Connor. Yep. And happy that he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And happy to be moving on. I'm curious about Cordy. Yeah, I was going to ask, what do you think? Well, she'll be back, because I'm sure Charisma had her baby between seasons. (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. Wolf and Hart will do some sort of way to wake her up out of her coma. Well, you'd think if anyone could, they could. They could, yep. So, I don't know what kind of role she's going to play. But What would Cordy's uh, section of Wolfram and Hart be? <laughs> I don't know. PR? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Marketing, PR. So, Do you think she'll approve what's going to happen when she wakes up and finds what they did? Well, I was. is she going to be part of this memory wipe? Is she going to have any memory of Connor? Mm. Is Angel the only one that is? I don't know. I'm going to say she won't have any memory because... It's probably best she doesn't remember that. <laughs> I gave birth to, a, to a full-grown woman. <laughs> and I slept with baby Connor. I slept Ew. with Connor. <laughs> yeah, because... Do you mean just of Connor or of being controlled by Jasmine? I don't know. I, I think of the whole thing. I think it'd be best if they just wipe her of the whole thing. Because, I mean, it would just be too confusing. The conversations would be too confusing because, like, if Fred doesn't know who Connor is, Angel can keep it a secret. He's good at that. But 
But if Cordy has any kind of memory of it, I don't know. Yeah, she's not going to have any memory of it. Well, I will just say that I think you'll be surprised. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Okay. That doesn't surprise me that I'll be surprised. (laughs) 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 So, So what's my next assignment? Well, I was able to whittle these from eight sections to seven. Okay. Which gave you four episodes to watch instead of three. Oh, wow. So you will be watching Conviction, Just Rewards, Unleashed, and Hellbound. Oh, no. Hmm. Hellbound. I'm going to say that that has something to do with Lila. Like... Isn't quite gone. Well, I didn't expect her to just not be at all in the, you know, in season five. I think she just needs to complete whatever her mission is. And this must be. She has a mission. She's not just a powers that be monkey. Well, yeah, like a mission that they put her on, like to get Angel and the team. Settled in Wolfram and Hart. Or whatever. So she goes back to Hill. And maybe Wesley tries to stop it. Or something. So. Um, conviction. I don't know. Well, Unleashed. Unleashed and Hellbound. Hmm. Something's going on. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's not a Lila thing. Something gets unleashed and from Hell and they send it back to Hell. So, like, Unleashed and Hellbound are like, can be like a two-parter type thing. And that's why they were apart before. You were going to have me on a cliffhanger with Unleashed and then you added Hellbound. <laughs> I don't know about the other two Just rewards I don't know They're not talking to me Conviction they are at a law firm now Yeah True I don't know it's just too hard I can't guess on these anymore Yeah It's just (laughs) No. It'll surprise you a few right. times. Every time. Not just with Cordy. <laughs> <sighs> I'm interested to see what they do with her. Here's, um, in light of surprises and possibly a new person added to the cast, mm-hmm. I think they did a very terrible thing. And in the first episode, the opening credit thing Uh spills it. Oh, really? They have the new person in the new credits. Oh, no, really? Before you're introduced. And so I'm asking you, and I was going to ask B, now I'll have to tell her (laughs) separately when... When the music starts, I want you to put your head down and close your eyes until it's totally over. Okay. 
Interesting. I wasn't expecting a whole new cast member. I'll just say that much, and I just don't want your introduction to this new cast member. And it's not only they don't, they not only have the person in the credits, it shows scenes of like what's coming up and. Oh. Is it Sarah Michelle Gellar? (laughs) (laughs) Not saying. You may or not have met this person before. I'm not going to say that either. I just don't want your introduction to this. You just can't. It just can't happen. It it would make me so mad. (laughs) Okay. It just wouldn't work out good. So, and you can't watch any of it because this person is like in the whole, they're everywhere. So, just for the first one, conviction, or like for the next few, do you want me to do that? I, you'll have at least been introduced to them by the okay. first episode, so it's okay after that. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Don't peek. I won't. I promise. <laughs> okay. I don't want to. <laughs> It'll be fun for you. I just, you know, like I said, I don't want that to be your introduction to the new character. Gotcha. That makes sense. Okay. I promise I won't. When are you going to watch it? I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited for you to start this season. Um, I might watch a couple tonight. Sweet. I'll probably fall asleep, but yeah. All right. I think I can at least get through Conviction, I would think. <laughs> if you watch Conviction, you'll probably at least start just <laughs> If you get through it. All right, oh, cool. Uh, I was going to ask, so you told me a few seasons back, you and Harold, I think, had been talking that I wasn't allowed to watch Buffy on Amazon Prime. Yes. Why was that? Was there? Did they do a picture of like Xander with the eye patch as like the image for that season? You know what? I'm not quite ready to tell you yet. Oh, okay. I, I will that... be next time. Oh, okay. Interesting. And will you watch it tonight, just so it's done? (laughs) Yes. Okay, watch Conviction tonight. Yeah, I will. Okay. Just so it's done. (laughs) (laughs) Intriguing. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, we have Season of Angel left, people. Yep, we're done with Season 4. Yeah. Pretty good season. It's got its as a, as a whole, I, I liked season four. I did. Yeah. Me too. I enjoy it. Um, I think I like season three a little better. And I like season five the most. I think it goes five, three, four, two, one. <laughs> there, there's my angel lineup already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to get into it. You can tell. I think most of us are all excited about it, so yeah, you gotta know it's pretty good. Yeah. So. I hope you like it. Me too. <laughs> so, well, all, right all right then. Well, all right. Join us on Facebook or write to us. Leave your uh, two cents. We'll read it on the podcast to uh, Sue watches Buffy. Or if you're like drunken Matt, you can send it to Yes Mother. <laughs> we'll still get it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. 
So, yeah, so you watch this Buffy at gmail.com. Yep. Alrighty. Alright. I will talk to you later. Cool. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. And that's why when we use words like ugly ass and beastie, we can sometimes do more damage than we intend to. It ain't all about sticks and stones, my young friends. That's all. A little life lesson, one to grow on.
Are you going to do heroes for, like, the music for the Buffy? I am! Except, here's the deal. So, Harold and I had a little conversation because potential cast in their latest Angel, they did, like, Carpenocto, I don't remember, Fredless? Fredless. Mm-hmm. And he played heroes at the end, and I'm like, dang it! Because uh... <laughs> just yesterday, it came out today, or this is when I listened to it, just yesterday I'm like, heroes because spike says let's go be heroes let's go be heroes like oh that'll be great and then they play it and i'm like bip (laughs) and then well we can i mean we're i'm still gonna do it i'm gonna play it at the beginning because i already have a song for the end um so that was like a bonus just beginning song and then um for this one, and so I was, Carol and I had this little conversation, because I'm like, I humped that they played that, because I was already going to play it for Buffy, because it fit perfect. And he's like, what about Scary Monsters? And I'm like, oh, that'll be the Angel one, because I'm, I'm like, I'm we're going to record tonight, and I'm sure it'll be the David Bowie Memorial Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be perfect. That's a good one. Nice. That's perfect. Yeah. So we'll have two Bowies. One Yay. on the Buffy finale and one on the Angel finale. That's appropriate. 